Ladies and gentlemen, welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Paul Leslie Hour. Your guest on this episode is singer-songwriter Timothy B. Schmidt. Timothy's a bassist and a vocalist with such legendary acts as Poco, the Eagles, yeah, and he toured with Toto, Ringo Starr's all-star band, and Jimmy Buffett. Wow, a lauded recording artist, and he's got a new album coming out, he's going to be talking about it today. Keep the Paul Leslie Hour going. You can help. Go to www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. Well, that's all we need for now, except your attention. So, Paul, if you're ready, say, well... Well, Timothy B. Schmidt is joining us from the road where he's with the Eagles. So this is a very exciting time. He's going to be talking about his album that's coming out soon. It's going to be out May 6th, folks. Day by Day is the title. And uh, I'm so glad to do this. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. So I'm hoping you can tell us a a little bit about this music video and this this new song. I think it's a, a very pensive song, kind of Kind of reminds me of like Crosby, Stills, and Nash kind of vibe to it. Simple Man. Do you think that that's a, a good description for you? Well, yes. When I started writing it, I thought this is this needs to be done totally in three part harmony. No lead guy, you know, with backgrounds. And and I I, I definitely thought thought of them and some of my other my past stuff, you know, with other bands. And uh, I thought, why not just embrace it, you know? So, yes, it's sort of an, I I didn't think of this way when I was writing it or even recording it, but now I look at it in hindsight as sort of an homage. I even uh, sent that track before it was released. I sent it to Graham so he could hear it. And he said he he was quite complimentary. and and, And I wrote back and I said, well, I've learned from the best. (laughs) <laughs> are there certain people like that that you you rely on again and again in terms of getting feedback um no i'm interested no no i didn't really send it to him for a you know a critique i sent it to him because i it, it's a it's a nice song i thought he might like and that's really all and you know i i i'm interested in if in anybody's opinion you know, w- whether that matters to me is another, you know, another story. I, I just try to satisfy, I just try to do things to satisfy myself and, um, and uh, hope, hope that others like it too. It's really kind of that simple. How does it feel getting back on the road after, you know, all, all that we've been through, going on the road and then also now coming out with a solo album, getting back to it? Well, we've been on, the Eagles have been on the road on and off for quite a long time. We started, I can't remember when we started, when we started going out after COVID. But we've been fairly, we've been on and off the road for quite a while now. And uh, so it's, it's, it's all, honestly, it's kind, kind of like riding a bike in a way. It's a little more laborsome as you get older, but, but it's, 
it's a life that I've I've always enjoyed. I've had the best of both worlds, my personal home life and being able to go out and, and uh, hopefully lift some people's spirits live. It's really great. And then um, as far as my own solo thing goes, I'm not really quite sure. I, I would like to go out and, and play again, but I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm unclear about the Eagle schedule so far. So I, I can't, that obviously has to come first. So we'll see what happens. Do you enjoy that process of writing songs on your own? If if somebody goes back and listens to the different solo albums you've done, this now being coming up being your seventh, you'll notice a kind of, it started out with lots of co-writes and as time has gone on, more and more and more solo writing. Yeah, it, on purpose. I Whenever I went back, so starting about three albums ago with an album called Expando, that's when I decided I'm just going to do it all myself, no matter how long it took. And the reason is I have nothing against collaboration. You can come up with great stuff by collaborating with the right people at the right moments. But um, there's always a bit of compromise here and there. There has to be some give and take. And uh, I, I just, honestly, when I go back and listen to some of those, which I rarely do, they're hard for me to, it's hard for me to go back and listen to to old albums, but I, I invariably personally like the ones I wrote mostly, most of the time I like the ones I wrote more than the collaborations. So I thought, so I'm just going to go that, that direction. I, I'm not particularly, I'm not a particularly fast writer. Uh, it's very slow at times, but uh, I, I don't have any, deadlines i have nobody to say i like this or i don't like this it's all it's all up to me so i thought i'm just going to do it and my my uh i come from i first started strumming guitars and singing folk music a long time ago and uh with my and then eventually with some high school friends and so i that's how i write i write on acoustic guitar no matter what what the genre is or what I'm, what it turns out to be i always I always uh, start start on uh, acoustic guitar, and then um, I develop the song, and that's how it starts. Whether I keep the guitar or not depends on the song. Well, the process, the the actual writing of the song, I've heard everything from people describing it as thrilling to like an angst filled, <laughs> like painful labor. Is it? How does it feel for you to write songs? Well, it, it is indeed all of that. Writing songs is work. It's it's probably harder work for some than others. I don't really know. I just know for me that you have to you have to like really get into it and work. There are times when I'll go out to my studio, which I did a lot during COVID. I probably wrote about half of this during during 2020 because I had no distractions. So um there were days where I would be there for hours and come up seemingly with nothing. And sometimes indeed that was the case, but I, I also feel it's just part of the process. That's the painful part. You go, Oh, geez, have I run out, you know, but I know I haven't. And I also know that you have to go through those periods to get to the good stuff. And there are days where things flow easier. And then there are days where I've spent days on one line of a song before. 
just to try and get it right. So it's kind of that whole spectrum. It's it's a whole it's a whole life. A song is a whole it's a birthing, I guess, you know. Hmm. And uh I don't really know how I do it or what my process I don't really sometimes I'm I'm mystified at it. I'm just glad that uh I'm able to do it. So I, I'm really fortunate that way. You have co-written with some really really top shelf hall of fame writers everyone from your eagles bandmates henley and fry and then people like jimmy buffett jd souther and then people like josh leo and vince melamed really great writers also is there someone who you would say you have learned the most about songwriting from mm. I, I, I can't really pinpoint what one person. I, I the first person who really taught me a lot about not just writing but about being on stage and performing was Richie Fure. He was uh, when I uh, it was kind of a rocky start for me joining Poco, and he was a real champion of mine, and I I just really uh, I considered him a mentor. Is he the only person that I've learned from? I think I've learned from a lot of people. And what I've learned mostly is I think what Glenn basically stated really well in the history of the Eagles uh, documentary was that, you know, it takes, it takes, you have to roll up your sleeves. It's elbow grease. You have to work at it. And you don't always come up with, with good stuff. But like I said, in order to get to the good stuff, you have to, you have to go through all that process. The, the more painful part, but painful psychologically. It's not, not like I have to, you know, physically dig ditches or anything, you know, but sort of mentally you do. Has Jimmy Buffett properly thanked you for coming up with the brilliant term parrot head? <laughs> um, properly? I, I don't know. I, I guess so, because he I've seen it in print before when people have asked where that came from. and He's always credited me. It was just something that came out of my mouth when we were driving into a, one of those outdoor venues. <laughs> I just said it. Something that I think you do very well, in addition to interpreting your own material, is really masterfully covering things like Bob Dylan. And of course, I just love your take on the So Much in Love, the old the time song. Is there a difference in how you approach your independent work to when you're covering another artist? Well, covering a song is easy. That's how we all, that's how we all learned. You know, I, I learned from the radio. You listen, you figure out what they're doing, you figure out what the chords are, you figure out the harmonies, you figure out the structure. Covering a song is, is, is easy. Coming up with your own song is a whole other ball game. It's not, you know, it, you know, you don't have something there. It, it, covering a song is copying. That's all you're doing. And you, maybe you put your own spin on it. Maybe you don't. And at, at times it's fun, but it's not something I like to do a lot of. I've done a couple of songs like that one. And I did something for a movie, a really obscure movie that, that had, um, I only have eyes for you, but by the flamingos, that was, those, those were just fun things to do. They They were fun. Not a lot of work. I mean, not like writing a song. Hmm. Is there a compliment that has meant the most to you through the years? 
I, I think everybody likes a pat on the back. I don't care who you are or what you do. And I, I can't really think of, of any, well, now that I think about it, I, I told you that my, my early Poco career was shaky at the very start for various reasons. And, and I remember Rich, Richie Fure again, I told you he was sort of a champion. It looked like I wasn't going to stay in the band for various reasons. He, he actually has, has written a book, and it, I think that those reasons are in there. But it wasn't from him. And he came up to me backstage, and he said, forget about all that other stuff. You're the guy that should be here. You're the guy that I want to be in the band. You're good. You're, 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 the, you're the one. You're the right choice. And I, you know, that was, that took me immediately out of kind of a scary situation where I thought I was, I had, I had blown my only chance in the music business. So I guess that's, that's maybe a big one. Yeah. I had a publicist who was with HK management for years. And she said of all of the people that she worked with through the years in music, she thought that you were the sweetest. Well, it's very nice for to say. <laughs> Is there something that you want people to get out of this experience of listening to the day by day album? You know, it's amazing what people get out of, of songs. It, it, it's, it's, it, it, sometimes it translate dif translates differently from your original intention. So, and a lot of times it's really interesting and, and really fun to hear. I, I think if, I think my job is sort of my my father was a musician and he he always played in clubs very you know local clubs and stuff his entire life and um when people asked him what he did if he didn't say musician he'd say I'm an entertainer and I think I think songs are are should be whether they're thought provoking or really lightweight that they should be some, it should be some form of entertainment, something to, you know, set you in some way, set, sort of set you free from, uh, from uh, anything else, I guess. It's really great. It's really great to, I see it every night and especially with the Eagles fans where I see people being, they, I, I see all kinds of emotions. I see people crying. I see people, completely in some sort of ethereal other space. I see people mouthing the words and I just see a, a lot of, you know, I, I believe what's what you're supposed to be seeing by listening to music. It, it, it lights up all this great stuff in your brain. And I, I, um, I'm lucky enough to be able to be up there sometimes in, in uh, helping create that but it also it's doing it to my own brain i have a great job <laughs> well timothy b schmidt congratulations on this upcoming album everybody check it out it's called day by day timothy b schmidt.com and check out the album folks i really think you're going to enjoy it and thank you so much for spending time with us thanks for having me i appreciate it great pleasure all, all right, right sir all right. Bye. Until next time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by today. 
If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.